Welcome to another episode of the Rain City Podcast. Today we have three new faces. We have the lovely Isabel. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We have the fun and joyful Nathan. Yes, hello everybody. (laughs) And we have the inquisitive Frank. I like that. I like that. Um, So, yes, uh, today we're going to be talking about spiritual gifts. How do you, you know, know if you have spiritual gifts? What are they? And how can you use them to, you know, essentially expand God's kingdom or utilize the gifts that you've been given in your life to impact others? So that's kind of where we're starting. So I guess in terms of what are spiritual gifts, there are, I don't know, like an X amount I have a list here. I don't really know what the number is, but, um, you know, I'll just list off a couple. We have wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, prophecy, um, speaking in tongues, interpretation, apostleship, teaching, administration, giving. So, yeah, there's really like a whole spectrum of uh, spiritual gifts. And, you know, you can take a quiz to somewhat know, but I think the important thing to uh, I guess realizing, you know, you know, I'm not, uh, I didn't go to seminary school. So, you know, take all this with a grain of salt. And if you really have questions, please ask pastor Steve. But from what I recall, spiritual gifts, like everybody has them and everybody has a affinity to a certain set of gifts as well. And, and yet there are certain instances where, you know, you might not have the gift of healing but, you know, you notice somebody's in pain or, sorry, you have the gift of prayer and um, and you just feel called and, like, God just, like, bestows that onto you in that moment. And, um, you know, even though you don't, you know, feel like you have that gift, God can really just use you in that moment to heal that person. And so it is a bit fluid and dynamic in that way. But, um, yeah, I, I guess why don't we go around the circle? Like, hey, Frank, like, do you, um, I guess, want to kick us off? Like, have you been exposed to spiritual gifts like do you know what yours are and yeah i think i think from a young age in church you've talked a lot about spiritual gifts by going through all those tests and things like that that you kind of check off a box of what you identify with and what you feel that matches up with your personality and things like that and ultimately like a total score would kind of accumulate to a certain gifting or a certain option Mm -hmm. that would be right for you mm-hmm. um now i think that's changed throughout my whole life for a variety of reasons but i think for now the main spiritual gift that i think i have based on uh, doing it a number of times is probably teaching or shepherding mm. um, of some sort so um i also think that what you're good at and what um what your experience is and what you're exposed to in life has a factor on on what is more prominent in terms of your spiritual life and what kind of brings that out for you. And I've seen that in my own life, definitely, where I've been in a lot of positions of leadership or like leading small groups or doing things like that, where I've been able to kind of help a group go in a certain direction. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that kind of has kind of grown that gift of teaching, quote unquote. And and for those who are unfamiliar, could you just give a quick summary on like, what is teaching and... um was it prophecy or no no teaching and shepherding oh sorry yeah yeah so 
I think of teaching more of like scripture based things. So mm-hmm. like what is in the what's in the Bible, um, and how how can we apply that to our lives? Pretty simply. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have a idea of how teaching can work, um, if you have a sixth sense of like where um, a certain verse is speaking to someone or how a certain verse can really propel a group forward in terms of a discussion or application or just understanding how it can work in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then shepherding is more of a bigger picture mindset towards that around like a group. How is a group going to grow over a big span of time and, mm-hmm. in a certain direction? So, um, yeah. Do you remember what yours were like when you did it, like when you were younger? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'll say... I think faith was probably one of the ones that came up when I was younger. Mm. Uh, those don't rank as high now, but maybe because I've had more exposure to teaching and shepherding that those have kind of gone back up more. Mm-hmm. But um, I still wouldn't say that faith is not one of the top five, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, what about you, Isabel? Like, what, what are your spiritual gifts? Um, I just recently learn them i think um spiritual gifts have been very normalized growing up in church and then with my parents Mm -hmm. um even when i would just pray as a child and then something would happen then they'd be like oh you have the gift of healing (laughs) i was like okay (laughs) um um, i wouldn't say that that is my spiritual gift now Mm. uh i guess it could be but um as of right now i think it's um faith and wisdom is what mm. i got from at least from the one degree mm-hmm. course that we took um yeah i think um this past year of experience has taught me that i have like inherently a very strong faith mm. um i just like have no doubt that god is real and that he um will always have my back and mm-hmm. that um i have nothing to worry about um, for those who don't know, I mm. uh, went through brain surgery this past year. Had to take a year of rest and treatment for um, uh, this brain tumor that I had. Wow. Um, yeah, and I was just very um, peaceful throughout the whole experience, just because I knew that any news that bad news that came, um, good news would follow, and that. Um, everything would be okay for some reason, even mm. though I had no hard mm. evidence. Um, and yeah, I just think that whenever people come to me with um, faith issues, it's hard for me to express to them how I have strong faith because it's just there. Mm. And I don't know why. I think um, it was strongly built by my parents mm-hmm. um, in my foundation, but I don't know. I think it just comes more naturally to me. And that's why I am more towards the gift of faith. And then wisdom, I think, is like sub subgroup kind of <laughs> of my spiritual gifts. I, I think I have good discernment mm-hmm. of certain situations. Um, and I can I think that's a way that I hear God. Is I can ha- I can discern certain situations and help my friends um, with their situations mm-hmm. uh, spiritually, even though I wouldn't say I'm super knowledgeable. Like by no means do I know much about. I can't quote any verses to you, mm-hmm. but I, I think my advice is very um, coming from 
God and not just from me. Mm -hmm. So I can't take any credit for my spiritual gift of wisdom. Mm. And that's like slightly different from knowledge, right? Where you're like able to just recall certain, I don't know, stats or how things work. And it feels more just like somebody's coming to you and you're able to just like clear out all of the noise and really just pinpoint on what's important or what God's trying to say to them. I think so. Mm -hmm. I think I do get it. I think it's like my environment with my mom. My mom, for sure, for sure, has her spiritual gift of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, She'd always quote Proverbs to me my whole life. Mm. And I think it just is in there somewhere. (laughs) It's just embedded in my brain. So now I can just kind of help people see the way that I've been taught to see as well. Yeah. But I mean, like, just back to the faith point, like, I think that's really amazing. Like, just having that, you know, positive view, despite almost going through probably one of the most challenging problems that I think anybody could face, like, in their lives. So I think that really is a testament to your strong foundation and, yeah, like, just godly amount of faith. Yeah, and I'm honestly, I wouldn't say I'm grateful for what happened to me. But I am appreciative that I have it in my pocket that I can pull out Mm -hmm. and help people um, recognize that God is real and God Mm -hmm. is faithful and he cares for us like no father could ever care for their daughter Mm -hmm. or son. So, And I I think I remember briefly during that period as well that, you know, almost like knocking on death's door, sort of speak, and you were more confident than ever. And I just remember hearing that and seeing that. I was like, wow, you know, like praise God. Like that is a real, I think putting you in the fire and really testing to see, you know, are you a believer? You're going to crumble when, you know, God's testing you the most or, you know, when like there's tough situations Um, and, and physical can be quite um, a tricky one because it, it doesn't feel like anybody can help you. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that that's really amazing. Um, Nathan, do you know your spiritual gifts or? Um, so yeah, I haven't taken any type of quiz or whatnot that you guys mentioned. Um, and I think my like relationship with spiritual gifts is pretty unique. Um, so I grew up in like a Christian setting, grew up in church, Christian Mm -hmm. school. Mm -hmm. So I was just surrounded by faith, but to be honest, like I was never taught anything about spiritual gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, my church was a Pentecostal one that only talked about speaking in tongues. But mm. It wasn't in the sense of like a spiritual gift. It was just kind of talking about it and we believed that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never heard really anything about like shepherding, um, about the gift of faith, about healing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming into like this environment at Rain City where it's just you're learning and surrounded by all these things about spiritual gifts. It was super, um, it was just super new for me. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm not someone that knows what their spiritual gift is, but so I'm definitely in a place of like learning of hmm. like receiving, um, which I've definitely like received this past, I don't know, a couple of months, half a year, um, being in this environment. So yeah, no, but I'm definitely excited to like explore that area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And see what happens. And we'll do a quick plug to Steve, who's doing a spiritual gifts class coming yeah, up in the next couple of weeks. So um, if you're interested, find, I don't know, Jacob or Becca or mm-hmm. Zach or somebody who's in uh, speaking on Sunday. So go find them. They're, 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 it's 
I'd say a must attend class mm-hmm. because it's really helping to open your eyes to essentially what you know God's given you and that you can then cultivate that to really like impact the lives of others. So, you know, you'll, you'll be there, right? Nothing? For sure. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, sweet. So I guess moving further down and I guess Frank wants you kick us off, but how do you think you've used your faith or sorry, your, um, your spiritual gifts throughout your life more recently? And then how did that change as you looked back before you even discovered your gifts? That's a good question. I think over the past few years, um, I've wanted to be more involved in community as a whole. So it didn't really matter if it was church or it was in school. Um, but I wanted to be more involved in the capacity where I can um, learn, but also teach back to other people. Because in my opinion, one of the best ways to learn material, to understand material better is to teach it to others mm. and to know um, how it can apply to other people, not only yourself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I've, I wanted that to be a priority in my life where I could learn something, I could grow from that, but also find opportunities to kind of bring that to other people around me mm-hmm. and see how that can impact them. So over the past few years, I've had good opportunities to step into roles where I've had the chance to do that. Um, obviously not at a huge like conference or whatever, like not nothing big. Um, but just step by step, um, having small opportunities with a few people at a time just to um, practice the gift of teaching. Um, I think that I've been um, growing and, and developing. Um, mm-hmm. And before, I feel like I wasn't as conscious about it because I wasn't given those opportunities or mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've naturally had a capacity where I've wanted to lead a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think leading and teaching are slightly different in the way that you're communicating to people, you're, you're um, just telling people certain ideas to do certain things based mm-hmm. on certain situations and, mm-hmm. and the context under which um, they're moving forward with their lives. Um, you can, it's, it's not the same in terms of just leading a team or like leading an idea mm-hmm. um, for a group of people um, and teaching it to people um, and seeing, helping them to discover it for themselves and apply it to the other communities that they're involved with um, it's just something that can be really special um, so let's say um, over the past few years I've had a lot of opportunities to grow in that um, and before I definitely was not really um, had I didn't really have that mindset of like let's continue to work at this let's continue to keep building mm. um, and I think that's been more of my repertoire now and now with my work um, I work at a leadership consulting firm where kind of leadership is all over mm, wow. um, my workplace and there's a lot of opportunities to step into new places, opportunities to just see what's out there in terms of something that I can grow in, mm-hmm. something that I can do differently. So um, there's a lot of capacity for learning, but also teaching back to mm. other people at my company and also clients and also um, people who are just coming up for a chat from time to time. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's been really powerful. Yeah. I mean, I think just to share briefly, like, people have been telling me I have this like gift of prophecy. And like, I think just what I see from you is like, you're really, you're teaching these leaders, but if you look at and zoom out a bit, like you're like a leader of leaders. And I feel like that is, mm-hmm. you know, when you, when you said something like, Oh, you know, we're, I'm not going to these big conferences and things like that. But I, I think the Bible says, you know, if you're faithful with little, then, you know, you can be faithful with a lot. And so you're just in this training arc, 
and you're building momentum and you're building these foundations to do something greater. And so, yeah, just like, don't, you know, see this small thing as like, oh, you know, I just like have to do this and nobody's watching. Like ultimately God uses everything. Right. And I think that that's, that's awesome. Just like seeing your growth as well, even in the last two years, like I think there's like big changes and I'm excited. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think that just goes back to the idea of like, we have to say yes. When God presents us with opportunities, when mm-hmm. God presents us with a step forward or a chance to do something new, mm-hmm. we have to say yes. We can't um, say no and just be sheltered in our own, um, what we're comfortable with. We have to push to be uncomfortable, be, com- un- be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. Um, I like that line a lot. And just understanding that there's always room to push yourself and always room that um, God can use to help elevate you and grow you. Yeah. Totally. Can I ask a question? Um, so yeah, like I'm kind of new to all this. Mm-hmm. Are spiritual gifts things that directly are supposed to benefit like the church or um, other believers, or is it something to benefit more of yourself? Um, like I guess you're talking about teaching other people, um, being able to like do like things like that because God has given you that gift. So I guess I'm just wondering what. Um, I'm not sure. Like maybe from your experiences, what is like the purpose? of it like is it for you or is it for like the people around you, your community mm. well i feel like it's both because ultimately we're all we're trying to bring heaven down to earth and we're all here so we should all benefit and um i feel like if it's helping others grow and yourself grow then we're bringing the kingdom of heaven to the church to the people around us even our friends who aren't christian mm. and it's like showing them like how your gifts are from God and that um, it's just beneficial to everyone around you. Um, I guess like for Frank, um, teaching, it like helps you because it's kind of like you're green, but mm-hmm. it also it helps people around you like spiritually grow and learn what being a leader in the church and being a leader with faith is like mm-hmm. essentially. Yeah, also, like, think about it from a perspective of an image just popped my mind around, like, a drop of water dropping into a very still, like, like body of water. Mm-hmm. So, like, a, a drop into, like, a very still, and then you can see a ripple effect, mm-hmm. right? So, you can do something, but it's, no matter what you do, it's going to have a ripple effect on the people around you in the church, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. going to have an impact, um, like, on, on the people in the church. So, like, I, I agree with Isabel in terms of both benefit definitely mm, well yeah. this guy's good at teaching <laughs> <laughs> that's a good metaphor yeah. i'm not as coherent as <laughs> that makes sense though so it's like something yeah it's like god gives it to you um to kind of build up yourself but in like in doing that you automatically or naturally just affect other people and build up their faith because um, you're talking about your spiritual gift of faith and your experiences with like cancer recently mm. um like, I think that is something that resounded with me because I was directly affected, I think, by your mm. gift. Um, mm. As someone who's, like, close to you, I honestly was, like, just observing how you took all these things that came at you, and I didn't even know how you were, like, mm-hmm. doing, like, fine, right? But you're yeah. doing way more than fine, and you came out way stronger um, with a lot more faith that really honestly inspired me to pursue my faith even more. Wow. Um, so I guess that's, like a direct um, experience of um, a gift itself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess that's why I was wondering, like, 
because in MySpace it's just all other people's gifts affecting mm-hmm. you but it's like mm-hmm. does it affect you as well which mm-hmm. seems like it does when you talk about it uh, yeah I think like the water analogy is really good and you mentioned specifically with the church I think in that context if we're all part of the same body that if we're able to essentially help each other grow, then we're raising the water level, right? We're all leveling up together and, you know, somebody else's breakthrough then leads to your breakthrough. And that's why we share testimonies as well, right? Like Mm -hmm. if the testimonies of like you are like the, you know, floor for somebody else and they can, you know, climb further and that's how we grow together. So that's sort of the church side of it. And then, you know, externally when we're going out to the world and we're trying to expand God's kingdom, it's really, I guess, an extension of God in a way, like how we're showing God's grace through us. And, and sometimes it's like, Oh, like this, like, how did you do that? Or like, how were you able to just like, so confidently go up and speak there? Like, it it seems like it was so natural and you're like, well, it wasn't me. It was God. Right. And those are the, like the moments that we can use to, you know, speak to speak to others and speak through them. So, yeah. Like I'll add on to that. Like, I know it sounds a little creepy, but people are always watching. People are always listening. Yeah. Um, and like people are aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I had a case in work just this past week when I was talking with a coworker about a certain process that we were doing and why, um, why I did things a certain way. Mm. Um, and I explained my whole process and like why I did it the mm-hmm. way they did it. And like, and she was just like, oh, well, I didn't know you thought so in, like intuitively about this whole process. Mm. I thought it was just a plain written mm-hmm. statement and mm-hmm. things like that. But I actually thought through it and like, went through that whole um thing and like people are watching like and like just the fact that they're like they're acknowledging you like they know that you're doing what you're doing and like when you showcase something like could be a gift might not be Mm. um but when you're just showing yourself of who you are people people recognize that and people know that yeah um there's something there's something there like Mm. children yeah (laughs) there you go nice one do you guys have any like testimonies that popped in your head as like we were talking about that anything like stood out in the like, you know, either past year or like even like the last 10 years. I know for me, like I had a friend recently come up to me. It was, uh, it was, it was interesting because I was playing at a volleyball tournament and then I decided to like skip the first like half of it to like come to church. And then he was like looking for me cause he was watching uh, the tournament and he like, I wasn't there. So he was asking my friends like, Oh, where did Tyler go? Like, and they're all like, Oh, he went to church. And he was like, what? Like, he's missing, like, one of the biggest tournaments in the year to go to church. And for me, I think even, like, two, three years ago, like, that would have been a big deal. But for me, like, I'm like, okay, like, I have this faith that God's going to work throughout my life. And so this, like, one small thing, I can, like, trade off of it, even though, like, in a worldly sense, um, it's a big deal. But for me, because I'm, like, I guess utilizing my gift of faith, like, really just, you know, soaking in God's presence restoring myself for the week and then going out into the world that then spoke to him and he was like wow like there's something there and like I want to I want to learn more and then he like messaged me and was like hey like I'm interested in coming to church like I you know heard you missed the um, volleyball tournament things like that I was like yeah and you know um, brought him out so that that was a really interesting experience and Mm -hmm. like Frank mentioned like people are always watching and it was like I didn't even I didn't even think like that would happen right and um, it was like almost like serendipitous in a way. And I like, think God works in amazing ways and we don't know it. And we kind of just need to let him work by yeah. doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, does that, I don't know if there's any testimonies or stories that come to mind that like friends or family or even like random people on the street were, um, 
like approaching you, like Frank mentioned. Well, I guess Nathan just told me <laughs> <laughs> I inspire him to have stronger faith. Was so that a, a I new, mean, that new experience for you? Well, um, he's never really, t- you've never told me like straight up. Yeah, I feel like I haven't really, but. I think like, <laughs> I think um, like John hmm. definitely tells me pretty often that um, my like peace with everything that's been happening with me and my mm. like, faith and like mm. my like positivity has inspired him to just keep a positive mindset Mm -hmm. because i think a lot of negative things have happened to him as well and then he's taking kind of a new perspective on how he should handle it rather than focusing on the negatives Mm -hmm. which is honestly i do love hearing that kind of stuff and then i think um, someone after church came up to me one time and told me that my testimony really inspired them Mm. and that um because they were going through um medical issues as well Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think me being so like kind of acting as if I'm like hundred percent healthy, which mm. I am, I am healthy. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, we have to speak life into ourselves. Yeah, totally. So I, that's my like number one piece of advice for people who are going through hard times, um, like mental health, physical health. You should just always speak life and say, God has me. God knows that I'm hundred mm-hmm. percent healthy in heaven mm-hmm. so i will be 100 percent healthy here and and just keep having that mindset mm-hmm. and it just always will lead to good things mm-hmm. well, that's what i believe at least mm-hmm. so and I, I think there's a really interesting contrast in like between like you and frank as well because frank's is almost like as he's working he's able to use his gifts like like you know nine to five he's just like able to grow and practice and like expand in a way and yours is more like personal and and obviously you're still like finding you know what you want to do and like your occupation and things like that but like god's still working outside of it and so like there's kind of different avenues for you to really like hone in on your spiritual gifts whether it's professionally or personally and just like you know reminding yourself that you're not limited to any certain one area um so i guess you know that you know speaks uh, directly to you Nathan as well because you were sort of like impacted personally from mm-hmm. Isabel but I, I imagine like as you go into like your work day and things like that maybe some things come to mind yeah I mean I think in terms of talking about what that has affected me and how like that affects my life um, I think like I said it inspired me to dig deeper in my faith mm-hmm. um, inspired me to like engage with it a lot more actively and then through that it's like the active sense of it is now it's in my like week to week, my day to day. No longer is it like, Oh, something that is like a part of me, like this Christianity thing, but it's like who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was a big catalyst f- mm-hmm. of it, like your testimony. And then now I can even see myself like throughout the day at like work or something, um, actively thinking, okay, like how um, can like God work in this space? How can God work mm-hmm. in this person's life? Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess right now I don't have a, like a solid testimony of someone be like, Oh, what you're like Christian. But I think one thing that that reminded me of is just like recently I've been hearing like a lot of friends that I didn't even know were Christian. They would start telling me that they Mm. are Christian. Oh wow. Um, and I don't know what that means, but I think recently I've been thinking a lot about like, okay, um, they're telling me this and like we can share in this uh, commonality, Mm. but how can we like build each other up? And I've been like just trying to think of ways to, like develop those relationships mm-hmm. um, 
to build on what they're like kind of sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, not in like a, like, oh, let's just all come to church and like be instantly like super passionate about God. But in a way that's like, all right, like meeting them where they're at and trying to understand that first. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've been act, like thinking a lot more active about how to do that. Um, and I think that just has inspired me more to just like, keep on going. Um, so who knows? We'll see. Maybe in like a couple mm. um, weeks or something, we'll see more people coming out. But um, yeah, I think that's one thing that reminds me of. I feel like there's something there. And like, I think as you, you know, take your the spiritual gift class and mm. like begin to learn like that in and of itself, I feel like there's something there to be tapped into. Like there's probably a reason why people are able to like open up and share with you. Like that might be like, yeah, something to grab onto. Mm, that is a good point, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think as we look to these different gifts, too, and we start to understand more about ourselves, it's sort of like this, like, game-recognized game mentality, too, where, you know, if somebody is praying, like, they're a prayer warrior, you're like, wow, like, actually, that's not common. Like, I, like, like we should, you know, um, double down, or, like, I, I want to get prayer from it, or, like, you're entering this church, and I feel like every single week, I mean, we just talked about um, worship last time, but coming into rain city every single week feels like you know we're entering this like god zone and like you just enter in god's presence as soon as like worship starts and that in itself is a gift like that's their spiritual gift and so when you see these people that are like really tapping into what god's given them right it it really speaks to people in different ways and i think that's why we have almost like this onus and responsibility to like learn more about ourselves and just spiritual gifts in general so that we can then, you know, learn to like tap into each other's strengths and then really, you know, expand God's kingdom that way. I totally agree with that. It's just, um, yeah, going in and just being aware, aware that everyone has these gifts. It's not that like no one Mm -hmm. doesn't like no one has it. Mm -hmm. It's like everyone has access um, because Jesus died. Right. And like Jesus has given us, direct access to him Mm. um and like with that with all the stuff that happens in acts we have that opportunity to really um just yeah lean into what god has given us and lean into um goes back to that theme around saying yes and knowing Mm -hmm. knowing that he has given us a lot and we want to just yeah soak that all in and be in that place i think it's really cool because it goes back to the idea of that ripple effect Mm. um Mm -hmm. and when you're when you know that you're kind of that drop is coming down for you, mm-hmm. but also other people are like other drops are just get, going to like the lake or something, the whatever, yeah. like the water, mm-hmm. um, it like all the ripple effects are like touching each other. Right. And it's just affecting more and more. And then soon it'll be like very, I guess you can say unstable water or like just active yeah. water, which mm-hmm. I think is a cool vision of like what it could look like and what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. It's not supposed to be like a stagnant, um, lake or something right it's mm-hmm. supposed to be active and moving and that's when change happens that's when like revival happens mm-hmm. so i think that idea of like game recognizing game is something that is really important mm-hmm. um even as someone who doesn't really know much about spiritual gifts is like i can just see it compounding um and just everyone just encouraging each other and mm-hmm. like it's going to be it's going to like create something really cool i feel like mm-hmm. yeah i mean like you know if you enter somewhere and like the worship's happening and somebody's like bawling their eyes out like that's not just like coincidence right like really like holy spirit's working through those people and like unless you can really like pick up on that you kind of sometimes just take it for granted too like oh okay like that was cool 
but there's there's a lot more to it in the background um i guess like that being said how do you think each one of you can learn to like tap in more into your gifts and like use that in your lives because it's sort of like a muscle right like it's there but unless you unlock that like raw potential you aren't like you know fully using um like all your capabilities and so like whether it's like work or your like family friends how do you think you can cultivate that a little bit more and like practice it I think for me being bold is for sure mm. something I need to work on. Mm. I think I stay within my comfort zone. I let people come to me rather than mm. me going to other people. Mm. Um, I think I do get like an itch to share, mm. but I'm too shy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too scared. Even mm. like on Sundays, sometimes I feel like I should share my testimony for people who haven't mm. heard it. Mm. But then I just, I'm always like, Oh, not, not today. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it is definitely got like whispering in my ear being mm-hmm. like, this is your time to shine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I'm just taking advantage of the fact that God will always give me another chance eventually mm-hmm. uh, when I feel ready, but I don't think I'll ever feel ready because it's supposed to be uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It is um, kind of like what we've been talking about, like um, what active water, living water is what we need to be and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it's a spiritual warfare essentially mm-hmm. like all of our spiritual gifts are different like weapons mm-hmm. and then it's our different skills and weapons that we can use in this war mm-hmm. um so it's definitely not supposed to be a comfortable experience mm-hmm. um, yeah that's definitely something i need to work on being more bold and being released mm-hmm. and, like you know what is it revive release Restore. Like yeah, restore. Revive, restore. <laughs> Something like that. But I mean, I think that that is um, quite difficult sometimes because, yeah, like you have this instant where you want to share. And I think like the two trains of thoughts are like one, like, oh, like you almost from a worldly sense want to just be like humble and like not yeah. like say anything. But I feel like when, you know, God gives you that inkling, you kind of just like it's not about me. I just got to share this thing. Um, and I know I struggle with that too, because I'm like, okay, well, like, why does anyone want to hear me talk? Right. But you don't know how your story will impact somebody. And I think like, so that's one struggle. And then the other struggle is, oh, I only want to share it when the story's over. Right. Like I only want to share it when I know what the ending is, because it's hard for me to say like, oh, like even like when you were, you're going through your surgery, I feel like why it hit people so hard was because you're like, I'm good. But then like you didn't even have the surgery yet. Yeah. And and it would have been different if you like had the surgery and then you were like, oh, yeah, I am good. Right. Because like, yeah, like the medical records say you're good. But before, up until that point, like if you didn't say that, maybe it, it wouldn't have had the same impact. And so like I feel like those are two big struggles with like like especially sharing testimonies. Mm, I think I really relate to that point. Um, honestly, yeah, like a couple months back we had like a testimony sharing um because a couple of you guys got baptized mm. all both both of you guys yeah. yeah um and i think that point and that like those type of services really inspired me because i was pretty new to rain city mm. but the, and i was like wait i don't have like a solid testimony that i could just share like this that would mm. really inspire people so then i started like thinking okay like i'm gonna so on my phone i have like this notes on that it. yeah literally says 
future Rain City testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, wow. And it's like all the thing, like significant things that like either I get from like a sermon or mm-hmm. like just something mm-hmm. that happens in like a service. Um, because I wanted to be like, okay, I know that something crazy will happen in my life mm-hmm. and a testimony will come. Um, but I just like haven't seen it yet, but like, mm-hmm. let me just hold on to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I really resonate with that. Like, cause sometimes I do think like, oh, what? Like, I wish I could have that and nothing has like finished for me, like you said. Yeah. So it's like not a well wrapped up story. Yeah. But I think even the fact of just like seeing where I've come or where I've like, yeah, got to, gotten to, mm-hmm. I think that really helps. And like you, I guess that's like a thing I could just share as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, I really resonate with that of like, just that struggle of not thinking your thing is done yet, Mm -hmm. not thinking your story is done Mm -hmm. um, and trying to build on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I totally agree with that too. Um, I think we also need to remember that, um, a testimony doesn't have to be big. Mm, I think we always talk about a testimony being like super grand, um, with, with all sorts of action quote-unquote mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but a testimony could be something really really small that god is doing that god maybe changed your perspective or god maybe pushed a few buttons mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get you to um do something a certain way and that that's just how god like god god does things in mysterious ways and mm-hmm. um he surprises us he does things um in ways that we don't expect mm-hmm. so just um just being aware in our lives of, of how that works right mm-hmm. um and then in terms of like practicing like being bold i i love that idea around just like like find those opportunities once again. Um, for me, I think it's it's a lot about practice. Mm-hmm. So I I've, I talked to someone recently about uh, a different leadership topic per se. Mm-hmm. But one thing that stood out to me about um, what was said was he said you can have all the master's degrees, all the PhD degrees, you can have all the certifications you want. Mm-hmm. But if you don't practice, if you don't actually put the ideas into action, mm-hmm. then all that's useless. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that really resonated with me because, um, I don't have a master's degree or a mm-hmm. PhD degree mm-hmm. or tons of certificates. Um, but I want to do something that's mm-hmm. impactful and, and good. Um, and the best way to do that is to take action and mm-hmm. actually to practice and to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go do it, then results will ultimately come and you'll, mm-hmm. you'll make that muscle bigger, <laughs> quote unquote, and yeah. like, and, and you'll have that impact moving forward. It's like what, uh my dad said on the sunday when he was pouring salt on a plate with more salt mm. it's kind of like when you keep feeding into what you already know it's over salting and kind of useless mm-hmm. and it can be toxic and then it's kind of selfish at the same time mm. um so spread your salt around guys also i feel like on the topic of um having like quote-unquote not super crazy testimonies i think even just being bold enough to just say oh i'm so blessed i got this really good grade in the class and Mm, i feel so mm -hmm. blessed by god Mm -hmm. i feel like that might be also very impactful to the majority of people Mm -hmm. to share their own what they thought wasn't good enough testimonies Mm -hmm. so um if someone were to share something very like quote-unquote mundane or whatever Mm -hmm. um i'd be like wow good for them to go up in front of everybody and say that i see god in every aspect of my life Mm -hmm. and i want to share that with everybody because it's just like even more faithful in that point because you just are so blessed and so appreciative of what god is doing even in the smallest things in your life Mm -hmm. so i would say don't be 
scared to share because yeah. I mm-hmm. want to hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I'll, I'll add to it's like, sorry, clarify master's degrees and PhD degrees are not bad. Mm-hmm. And certifications, <laughs> they're, they're very good, <laughs> they're very useful. Um, but like, they're tools, right? They're tools and opportunities that God has given us to expand our knowledge, to expand our learning, um, and to give us more in our repertoire to, mm. to pull out. But if we don't use those new things that God gives mm-hmm. us, then then it might not be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you could just like open up a can of worms during that. Yeah. Topic Cause you know, there's like all those people on LinkedIn with like three letters and then like comma, another three yeah. letters <laughs> and it's just like an endless thing. And I feel like after two, you're probably good. <laughs> like, unless you like have, like have the, you know, a change of heart in like a specific industry. I think there's like something else to be said about, almost trying to rely on your own powers, mm. right? Because like, remember, these are like spiritual gifts, not spiritual powers. Mm. Like they're given to us by God. And ultimately they're, you know, an extension, but then like we are not like God ourselves, right? It's not like we're going to all of a sudden like levitate and like do these crazy things, right? <laughs> and so like when you think about that, yes, we're practicing the muscles, but there's times when we don't even think that we're capable of doing it and we'll just do it anyways. And God will, you know, kind of handle the rest. Mm. And so just like reminding ourselves that we don't need to be responsible for the outcome. We just need to be faithful and just going out and doing it. Yes. Mm. So, yeah, I think like that is um, like a a really interesting, um, I guess like segue into how do you think, you can change your perspective into like going out into the world, not like necessarily challenging it, but um, changing your mindset. Because I think specifically for me, like when I go into the business world, it's like, okay, like this is how things work. And so, you know, it's, it's not necessarily that you can change people's minds, but in the background, you can be, you know, doing things, you can be praying and you can, you know, speak wisdom or speak life, speak prophecy into people. So I guess like when you're going out to the world and like um, encountering these difficult situations, how do you think you guys, um, you know, can stretch yourselves a bit? Definitely a constant battle. I would say there's no perfect answer. Mm. Um, There are times where I catch myself falling into these kind of like secular mindsets Mm. where I forget that God exists essentially mm. kind of like oh no like i'm so stressed like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like oh everything's out of control when and in turn like everything's in control mm-hmm. and we're just letting the worldly things get to us so i have to be like kind of like a slap in the face like what are you talking about mm-hmm. just like rest and let god do what he has to do mm-hmm. and it, if it's like i'm in school right now and i get stressed because of school like it not not to say that you can't get stressed Cause that's just mm-hmm. normal, but just to like not let it affect you in your spiritual mm-hmm. journey. And then also helping others see that because of the way you're acting mm-hmm. with the stress, like mm-hmm. handling the stress essentially, mm-hmm. that can be a light to others as well mm-hmm. who are letting the stress take over their life. And then it's affecting their mental health and everything. And they're like, Oh, how are you doing so well? Mm-hmm. And it's just like little things like that, I think is Mm -hmm. helpful, especially for like a student like me. Mm -hmm. And I think like that's also why sharing testimonies is so powerful because yes, like you should be able to 
have a certain level of faith to like get you through the tough times but ultimately like we are protected in the body like in our community when we share these things like it allows other people to remind themselves too right like that you're, you're not alone and you don't have to do everything by yourself and you know god's with you and like again like our bodies like extension of each other so like sharing is important for that reason and um i think like also people take it um you know, into their own world where it's like, if you're saying you're sharing a testimony, it has to be you standing up in the mic in front of everybody. And, you know, all those spotlights are on you, whereas it could be something as small as just having a conversation quick in the morning, or even just sending a, a text to somebody or like a message on Facebook. Like it's, it could be really small. Um, or yeah, just like off the cuff story, like sneaking it into a conversation. Sometimes people don't even know. Right. And part of that is our culture, right? Like our, our culture, when we're called to be vulnerable and we're called to share something there's mm. definitely a reluctant sense to do that so like when even when we were in church when we were younger it's like what has god been doing in your life recently mm-hmm. we're all like uh we know but how do we say this or like how do we say this in a way that sounds good mm-hmm. because like we've been taught our whole lives to make things presentable to make things in a way that is suitable for people to mm-hmm. consume and to how to apply that to their own lives right but yeah, like I really identify with the piece of just, just, just say it, mm-hmm. right? Like because God's working and like God will use your words mm-hmm. for other people too. Yeah, right? it's not necessarily just a one one way road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like those comedians where like you tell a thousand jokes and you just whatever sticks on the wall, but like you just try to separate yourself from it. Where you're like, yeah, just like sharing testimonies and like sometimes you don't feel it, but sometimes it lands and you're like, oh, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I shared. Yeah, I think that brings up a good point of like just desiring to be uncomfortable in a way. And I think mm-hmm. going back to the question of like how do we go out into the world and like share our gifts or like affect other people, I think that's for me it comes down to just being down to be comfortable and seeking those uncomfortable times, mm-hmm. whether it's like sharing testimonies or even for me, like when I'm learning about spiritual gifts, like I said, like I grew up in an environment that never really talked about it. And honestly, these things are weird to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of questions. I do have doubts sometimes. Like, oh, is this like real? Um, what are these people talking about all the half the time? But I think what I've learned is that like right now, I believe I'm not trying to be in like Rain City, for example, like this church to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that really resonates with me because that pushes me to go to like the spiritual gifts class. That mm-hmm. pushes me to engage with other people and like going out of church, right? It's like, that encourages me to like bring up like faith, bring up Christianity. Um, so I think that mindset of just desiring to be uncomfortable because you know growth will come from that because you know God will work through those things, I think is very powerful um, and something that I'm trying to take into past like my own faith, but into like other people's lives as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, that's a fantastic way to close out the episode today is you know, if you're curious to learn more and you're hopefully you have learned something today that uh, you'll sign up for the spiritual uh, gifts class coming up in the next couple of weeks and that, you know, we're encouraging you to indulge in this culture of sharing and sharing what you're going through and sharing testimony so that we all can raise our water to levels together and, you know, break the barrier. So with that, that is it for today. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,